Wow, I really didn't want that to be the lead-in. You know what's going to be the lead-in? That. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Extreme Tasting League Scotch Edition. I'm one of your hosts, Perrin. And I am the other host that's really here, Cedius. But we have a stunt host because she's been on the podcast enough times that she qualifies as a stunt host now. I'm Dave. (laughs) I'm not Dave. (laughs) No. No, no, she's not. No. And, And we... and. Hey, not Dave. Do you want to indu- introduce your actual personness? But then I would be less not Dave. Okay, we'll go with not Dave. And we have two fabulous guests in addition to not Dave. Hey, fabulous guests, would you like to introduce yourselves? My name is TJ. And I'm Kirsten. Also not Dave's. Well, no. that's true. There are many, to be fair, there are many people who are not Dave. We are Legion. <laughs> and thank heavens for that. Oh, goodness, yes. Imagine if it were the other way around. I am imagining that. Well, good thing we have scotch. Yes. <laughs> well, let's clear that image away. So, what the are we beard drinking? The beard oil economy would be totally different. <laughs> oh, we, and the beard dye economy. Uh, True. Uh, Those would be quite major. More glitter demons. However, if you invested... No, I was going to say if you invested in uh, beard trimming tools, it, you'd make a fortune. Then again, no, you know you no. wouldn't. No, no you, you wouldn't. wouldn't. <laughs> but if those same ones were used for, like, head shaving. Yes. That's true. Uh, we are starting with the Ardbeg drum. Ba-dum-bum. Well, here, we'll start. That oh, lovely gurgling noise. The lovely gurgling noise. And Cedius's favorite... Well, I, I like the distillery. I'm fairly certain I'm going to be not so fond of this particular dram. Because yeah. <laughs> I've seen the box. Yeah. Because I bought the, the thing, and I know what it says. I try not to look. I try really hard not to look to have preconceived notions, but mm-hmm. this one kind of screamed it at me. This jump, this, I will admit, does jump out and yeah. yell, Hey! Well, <clears throat> for the start... I get banana. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that. Peace. Yep. Yeah, so um, it's very pale. Um, it's a very, very thin straw color. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's it, it's the standard Arbeg, my peaty nose. But yeah, Good. there's there's a smokiness. I got I got a little drip on my hands, and I enjoyed. I wiped them, and then was sort of like, oh. Oh. <laughs> See, that, that, that smells more like a normal lard bag than when yeah. I'm getting out of the nose and I go into it, because there's a... It, it's quiet for an art bag. I don't know what an art bag is. Is that like an art bark? So it was, sort it's, of. It's, it's the distillery that, that makes this stuff, and, and they've, they've got a, a signature um, nose to it. It's very Thank heavily peated. Yeah, well... Very smoky and peaty, but there's almost a, a salty kind of an undertone to it. I believe... Let me double check here real quick. Um, yeah, it is an Isla. I was double checking that my Arbeg? memory... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to make sure... It's been a long day. I had a two-hour meeting ending at six. So, yeah. Um, Ouch. Yeah. It was a good... I mean... If you're into data data warehousing, it was a fabulous meeting. If you're not, probably not so wonderful. Happily, I am. So, I mean, it was actually fun. But, 
Petrichor. That's what I'm getting. Just a little hint of petrichor near the end there. That sort of... It was a wateriness that didn't seem super watery. Like, what does water even smell like? Hint of petrichor. Um, and, and the banana. See, thankfully, I'm not getting much of the banana. I'm getting kind of a salted caramel thing, though. There's a, I'm getting a light banana. Stop saying that word, because now, now, now I'm smelling it. Uh, smoke, smoke, peat, 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 smoke, peat. I think so, I want to say apple instead. Like, golden. No, see, she went and did it. What? You, you can't you can't go what kind of apple because she said. I yes, but I can say banana, 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 banana. Damn it, Pam. Why is she bad? No. Oh, I'm sorry. I guess I can't say that. Oh, well. Too late. So, so, so the running gag is that if someone smells apple, then I have to identify what kind of apple it is. Because usually I'm the one identifying apple. Um, I retract my definition of what kind and no 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 it's quite alright no but it's Dave that does the teasing and so what kind of apple I I don't know I I think she answered it already (laughs) Um, I think overall pleasant nose yeah I I, I enjoy it but like I said it's it's a quiet nose for an art bag it is quite smoky which I like I can't remember what oh, Dave himself Oh, that's is. interesting. And not in a Chinese curse kind of way. Hmm. Um. Caramelly up front. Blooms into smoke with strong oak. I'm getting lemon. Yeah. I, I didn't expect that. It, it, uh, very vapory. If that's a... It, it sort of disappeared on the palate. Yeah, it's Smoke. it's pretty light. I'm um, I'm not enjoying the pencil shavings and graphite at the end though, because <laughs> that's what I'm getting. Yeah, the finish on this I'm not caring for at all. Now it's moving into just sucking on a piece of charcoal, which hmm. I usually like that sort of thing, but this this is too much. Not getting that at all. Nope. Hmm. I don't get any charcoal. It is a long finish. Well, I so think I'm the... getting a little of the graphite. Uh, at the end, just a little bit. Um, I was thinking I compare it to something else, like dark coffee, or like after you eat a chocolate covered espresso bean, and it's bitter. And yeah, so uh, I'm actually Kieran beer mm. is how I'm I'm reading the finish. Not that it tastes exactly like Kieran beer, but the kind of bitter, yeah. stringent flavor at the end. Definitely some oakiness. So I have to admit, I haven't eaten graphite, but maybe that's what graphite tastes like. No, I'm not <laughs> sure. I'm not a not a big pencil eater myself. Yeah. I, I, I just well, fond memories of Kim. I'm just it's picturing fine. the pencil shavings and graphite. So, you know, oh, it's the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> My next question is, was this voluntary? I was five. I don't know. <laughs> Pretty much everything in five is semi-voluntary and semi-involuntary. I, 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 I don't know, actually. There were a lot of things involuntary that happened to me because I hated childhood. Um, yeah, it was... It was Ooh, it was a whole other podcast. Yeah. More whiskey. <laughs> I do like the sp- smokiness. There's sort of a, a good depth to this, and I'm getting a lot of that oakiness. Uh, yeah, it... it um, I will say this, it's very smooth. The finish the, the finish is a little rougher, 
But the the mid range just kind of glides on by. The the nose is is lingering. You know, sometimes you you smell it, and then after you taste it, you don't really smell it anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm still getting that sort of salty petrichor ish kind of a kind of note in the nose. It's not just disappearing on me. I'm going to add some water. Between that and a really long tail, I think this is a nice one to sip. Or to hang from a Christmas tree. If it has a long tail. You do some strange things with your scotch, Barry. Well, that's true. Science. (laughs) Yeah, so, so, so the eyedroppers are to keep people from making massive overwatering mistakes. Oh, yeah, I remember. Because, you know. Not that I made that mistake. That, 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 that's a thing that, you know, <laughs> Perrin might have done more than once. <laughs> might have, might not have. It's hard to say. <laughs> it was a long time ago in World. <laughs> and I've had a lot of scotch since then. <laughs> you have. So I added two drops. <gasps> that really smooth. Two out. drops. I know. What kind I of know. freaking maniac are you? I know. It just keeps going. But the it really smoothed out the beginning. It was. I'm getting a lot more sweetness in the nose. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not getting the smoke quite as much. Mm. No. Um. Mm. Almost a honeysuckle. Hmm. I'll, mm. I'll, I'll I'll certainly see a floral note. I I'm less with the identifying. Hair? Yeah, I, I, I could be argued away from that. I'm, I'm just definitely a a rich, sweet floral note. I need a reset. Yes, please. What are you using for the reset? Well, I am using some lovely True Stone coffee beans. True Stone coffee? True Stone coffee. Why, they're friends of the show. They are, indeed, friends of the show. And you know what it means to be a friend of the show and, 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 and be, like, a vendor product thing? What does it mean? It means that there's a discount code that you can <gasps> use on their shit. What's that What's that oh. code? Well, it, it's, it's very clever. For this show, it's scotch. <gasps> Why? Why, that must be something that has to do with our show. It, 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 it might. And it's way easier to spell than apropos. So I don't know why you'd use that as a, as a problem. I wouldn't. You mean that if I want to purchase my very own bag of True Stone coffee, I should use the discount code SCOTCH? You, you, you should. Really? If you do, you you'd get 10%, 10% off yeah. on the entire purchase, regardless of what's in it. Even if it's t-shirts? Even oh. if it's t-shirts. Even if it's glasses. Even if it's coffee. Hats, Any, anything from bit? their site. You know, I'm not sure if they've got a duffel bag, but... If they did... It would be 10% off. Mm, that smells tasty. For those of you who don't know, in the listening audience, coffee, coffee beans or ground coffee is an excellent nose resetter. If, you can't, if you've stopped smelling things because of overexposure, smelling coffee will reset your nose, at least for a little bit. Which is why this is a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, it makes a freaking mean ad spot for Drewstone. Which, yeah, yes, you know. it does. So... That oakiness is still staying there and getting notes of honey. Aspirating scotch is a great way to get a full bore experience of what it's like. Oh, I've got a nebulizer around here somewhere. I highly recommend it if you really are unhappy with your day. (laughs) (laughs) 
It'll put it in perspective. <laughs> oh. oh, that burns. <laughs> I feel <clears throat> Wow. That was exciting. <sighs> Do you need a tissue? No, I'm good. It's <laughs> <laughs> not the first time this has happened. Oh, well, that was that was more than it's been in quite a while. Just as I was starting to take a sip, oh. I uh, started to cough a little because I had been sick two weeks ago and my body is still like, I'm not sure I like you anymore. And now I'm pretty sure it doesn't like me anymore. <laughs> wow. I don't I don't think I can ascribe any any um particular flavors to that. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> More like sensations like pain. Burny. Ouch. <laughs> it was ouchy and burny. And it gave me a true understanding of the meaning of the universe. <sighs> you didn't taste a little hint of lung or esophagus coming up? Mm. I tasted everything. Next week, when Perrin aspirates more whiskey, we'll learn the true meaning of friendship. Yeah. As Cedia stands there and laughs. Because <laughs> that's the kind of thing I uh, Anyway. <sighs> wow. I... In case any of you listening at home are thinking, oh, that sounded fun. No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> don't, don't do this at home or actually anywhere. Don't try this at home? No, don't even try. Just don't do. There, do or do not. There is no try. When it comes to coffee books? Or we blame the whiskey. I'm breathing whiskey. I mean, I love whiskey, but there, there is a point where I'm like, that's too intimate. You set a firm boundary. I, I respect that. <coughs> Excuse me. Hmm. Well, let's try that again, but without all the um, agony. Yeah. I do like that the, the, the nose does get sweeter with the, with the water. The, yeah. The palate, though, I'm not... Mm. I'm getting less of the peat. Much less of the peat. Yeah. The peat and smoke... Well, there wasn't much smoke to begin with, but that is gone... Um, on the finish, it's got a lemon, an astringent lemon, little tannic, kind of, the oakiness comes through. I'm not a big fan of the finish on wet, but I'm never, I'm not a huge fan of tannins, mm. so, you know, the one wine I don't enjoy is Cabernet Sauvignon, because it's like, yeah, have a cup of tannin. <laughs> like, mm, no, I'm good. Where, to be contrary, um, with the four drops of water I put in mine, uh, I'm no longer getting that disgusting charcoal, and I'm enjoying the finish. So, yeah, this was this was not something I enjoyed neat. With, with, with the water, the palette is not particularly exciting. I'm getting some sort of weird fruit note that goes along with the... It's apple. If it was apple, I'd like it more. Oh, it's a golden delicious, which is why it's weird. An overripe or underripe? Still a little crisp, so underripe. Yeah, whatever it is, I'm I'm going to rotted something, so whatever I'm getting is an overripe something. Maybe that's the honey and caramel. And and I'm getting, like, tobacco notes. Overripe caramel. For me. (laughs) I'm getting that tobacco. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, overripe is smoke. 
Yeah. Maybe it's his rotted banana skin because that's kind of. Mm. Have you oh. seen that on the box yet? Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel targeted. <laughs> you should. Yeah, I was like, your feelings are accurate, sir. <laughs> Good to know. I can still read a room. Yeah. <laughs> um, interesting. I mean, I, I, I will. Um, it is unusual to. I, I haven't read the bottle, so I I don't know the details. But that was um, sometimes when when uh, distilleries are like. Let's try something out there, and the answer is no. You shouldn't. Um, this wasn't bad. Uh, yeah. I've got an update on mine. So I have now added a total of six drops of water, and it is so much sweeter now. I think you'd initially said how sweet you noticed it, mm-hmm. and I wasn't getting that sweet caramel situation at all. But now that there's no water in it, I'm absolutely there. So I would say if you want the smokier, peatier notes, keep it drier. But as you continue to add a little bit more water, do it real slow, you can get a nice spectrum out of this one. Cool. Yeah, the tail end I was getting I had kind of a banana caramel thing mm-hmm. and the and the smoke and peated. Not completely died, but had really petered out. There's an oaky finish oaky undertones once it gets more diluted. Would you care to uh, explain, explain the scoring system? Sure, scoring. I can explain the scoring well, system. Well, if you'd rather not, I will. I mean, I didn't want to steal the explanation from you, make you feel bad. You throw it up to it yet? Cause I'll do it. I mean... No, I'm, no, I'm good now. All right, while, while you're doing that, I'll, I'll go get the paper towels I meant to get to dry out the glasses between takes. You do that. So our scoring system ranges between a 1 and a 5, where 1 is a war crime, and 5 is the best shit you've ever had in your mouth. We don't uh, judge what that is to you, just the most amazing thing. Uh, now, we prefer to not go beyond one decimal point. <laughs> but but we're not picky. Um, we've had a few people go a little little far, but you know we're we're generous. Um, three being average, uh, and we ask that you explain why you think it was whatever score you give it. So I'll happily begin. <coughs> well, so I found uh, wet or dry. It was pleasant and interesting. Uh, wet, eh, not as interesting, but okay. Aspirated, I don't recommend it. Um, no, sir, not at all. Um, you know, because this was a little bit unusual, especially for an art bag, I'm going to go a little bit above average. Um, I wouldn't run out and buy this, but I certainly wouldn't look oddly at anyone who offered it to me. I think I'm going to go with a 3.25. I know I just went to three digit or two decimals, but I'm a rebel. That, well, actually, that's fairly. I know it is fairly fairly common to go two decimals. So there it's you go. Three and a quarter. Absolutely <coughs> makes sense. So, <coughs> Pardon me. Agree with uh, Imposter Dave. No, substitute Dave, not Dave. Right. Sorry, we'd already established that. 
I agree with Matt Dave that this scotch had a very large range of flavors depending on how much water you add. And I think that my sweet spot was earlier on when I added some water because when I added more water, I was getting that rotten banana peel. But there was this spot in there where just the sweetness blossomed. And still, though, I didn't really like the finish. Um, I can drink it, but it wasn't as enjoyable as maybe I would like. So I'm going to say 2.9. All right. I think I would, um, hmm. up front, definitely the the smoke was the main thing I was getting off of it. At no point did I really get banana in any form, and that's probably for the best. I would say I liked it better neat, or after the first couple of drops. <laughs> I think I'd peg it uh, square in the middle at a three. I think... Although it might be a little bit rough on the finish for Dave, I think Dave would like this. <laughs> Dave would like this. It has a lot of peat. It has a lot of smoke. It doesn't get sweet unless you add too much water. And if he can have some self-control, he'll be fine. I suspect Dave might put it at a 3.7. I might be wrong. Well, Dave's a lunatic, so you never know. Thanks, not Dave. That seems fair. I personally enjoyed it a lot with more water. Yep. I mean that means that means not uh, that means Dave would too. Seems reasonable. He'd probably like it neater than I would. I, I liked it somewhere in the in the middle to to very wet in terms of the amount of water. But um, <coughs> uh, I will jump in with again. I don't recommend aspirating it. Yeah, um, doesn't work with the taste. Yeah, I, I I don't know why I was getting such a a, a rough. Um, initial finish when when there was no water at all. Neat. With this, this did not do anything for me, um, and I, and I feel the score is going to reflect a little bit more of the neat score than it than um, the average out probably would show. Um, I'm only going to give this one a three two. Um, this this was not my most favorite art bag, um, but it is an art bag, so it it, it it you know. It started in a decent spot and then went and, and, and did silly things. But yeah, we, we, we should do the reading. We, we kind of skipped the reading before we went to the, the scoring. Uh, well, that's true. This is what Dave usually does. Well, usually... Dave, Dave and Perrin split it. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. So, so uh, you can, you can uh, not Dave, you can read the, the next one. Excellent. Apologies. Ardbeg drum. Pineapple notes. Briny notes. Ripe banana notes. The ultimate Isla Single Malt Scotch Whiskey Limited Edition. Take Ardbeg Scotch Whiskey from ex-bourbon casks, rested a while in ex-rum casks from the Americas, and you have dot 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 Ardbeg Drum. A flamboyant jamboree of flavors with fragrant pine resin, wood smoke, and sea spray dancing alongside ripe bananas and pineapple. Lavender, licorice, and vanilla sway into rich, dark chocolate before parading into a long, smoky finish. I'll maybe give it the pine. That's a colorful image. Smoky? Got a yes. parade in my head now. Brine? Yes. Pineapple, vanilla, licorice? No. Let... 
I could maybe see the pineapple. I think I made pineapple into apples and lemons and honey. Oh my! <clears throat> Let the rambunctious revelry begin. On Isla, our passion for festivities is the lifeblood of our famous island spirit. And this year, it just so happens that Ardbeg Drum is a perfectly peaty excuse to celebrate. In Ardbeg Drum, Ardbeg Scotch Whiskey from ex-bourbon casks have been rested in ex-rum casks from the Americas to produce a downright wondrous paradiddle of aromas. I repeat, paradiddle. Do you? I just did. Okay. Then it repeats the, the tasting, and there is a picture of a dog with fruit on its head. As there should be. So, be amazed. It sounds like they're talking about the island lifestyle, like they're trying to get in on some sort of South Caribbean action, but I'm sorry, this is... This is the market. Oh. It sounds like they had a lot of Mountain Dew when they were writing this. Okay, there is just a little bit more. Oh my. In an Isla time gone by, on the last day of the Fisad Lille Festival, locals transformed everything from tractors to wheelbarrows into magnificent floats. If it had wheels, they decorated it. These vibrant mobile gardens, adorned with bright flowers and fabrics, were a sight to behold. Starting at the pier at Port Ellen, the procession rolled by the crowds at Ardbeg before honking and tooting its way back to be judged. This was a typical, typically Isla cavalcade of color. I'll judge it. It's often said that these gatherings first originated to ward off bad spirits. But this Ardbeg day, there will be only good spirits as the noise of drumbeats and maracas fill the streets of Port Ellen and Ardbeg lovers gather for a spectacle they won't soon forget. I'm sorry, what part of the world is this distillery in? Scotland. Land of maracas. <laughs> land of maracas. <laughs> Pineapple. <laughs> Oh, that's great. The other stuff brought to us by the people behind the market at the fire festival. Yeah. Oh god. That's that's right after they right after they invented parasailing. This <laughs> is like borderline appropriative. <laughs> oh, I don't think it's borderline. I think I think it's basically like, hey Brazil, what do you what do you have? We're taking it. Yeah. <laughs> And then, you know, I'm just picturing Scott's doing it. But, you know. Oh, no! Yay. Where's my haggis? <laughs> yeah, well, I think there's a little cork dorkery there. Uh, yeah, just, just, just a little. Oh, I hope they made half of that up. I really do. Maybe the, mel- the lemon that I tasted was supposed to be pineapple. Yeah, I, I, I think that... And maybe the tannins, too. Tropical fruit mm. side... See, some of the tannins, I think, was the pine I was getting, and that's oh. why it wasn't sitting right in the back. And I, well, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I think the charcoal I was getting was, was maybe like that whole, like, you can get, like, pine charcoal, mm-hmm. specifically. Pine, and, yeah, it was, pine tar. Yeah. Do you remember that from your five-year-old days? No, that, that was that was uh, early grill work with Riley, actually. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So. Did you grow up in northern Minnesota? No. See, that's why. Hmm. Not enough pine tar growing up. <laughs> I didn't realize northern Minnesota was the only place you could get pine tar. I didn't realize you could have a deficit of pine tar. 
It's legally mandated. You wouldn't understand. You're right. I don't. It's a bit thinner on the ground the, the further south you go. I, I get that. I've rarely found myself treacled to the ground with pine tar. <laughs> <laughs> on, a, on rare occasions, but rare. When I was a kid, we'd walk uphill both ways through just five meters thick of pine tar. Well, and when you say walk up hills, you just sort of mean splork. Yeah, it was it was this weird adapted swimming. Splork. Yeah. While using the metric system. Fascinating. We're far enough north. Yes. So judging by the shape of the bottle that Perrin has grabbed, I believe the next thing we are tasting is something that Dave will thank me for doing while he's gone. Ooh. Not Dave is excited. The Dalmore. It is a typical uh, Dalmorian bottle shape with a gold bas-relief, uh, I don't know, reindeer? It's supposed to be a reindeer? I don't know. It's an elk. Reindeer's elk. falling on my head. The famous, the famous multi-tined bison of Scotland. Uh, <clears throat> that thing killing King Alexander shot or had presented to, I don't know. It's Dalmore. It, yeah. No, specifically the reason Dave wouldn't like it is his port finished. Yes. Mm. And he loves his port. And by love, I mean can't stand. Yeah. <laughs> I like port. So I, I enjoy. So Me too. My, eh. Many of the port finished things uh, have been maybe, some of my favorite things. Maybe not Dave will enjoy port. Take that, Dave. <coughs> Dave, we ever heard <coughs> uh, He's just chilling in his hammock saying, I give zero fucks. <laughs> he's on a plane. He's in Portland. Well, last summer he was on a plane. Going to be flying from Portland to where? Here. Ah. I, I I know he was hanging out in a hammock earlier at some point. So. That'll happen. Yeah. He's probably in a hammock when the, this is released. The tragedy will right. be when his exactly. beard gets caught in the hammock straps. Whoa! <laughs> just yeah, I'm now just picturing the. He, he's still trying. He's still trying to get his bosses to buy him a whole row so he can hammock on the plane, and it just it hasn't happened yet. I know he's trying. You know, he might just be able to hang himself by his beard and hammock that way. Mm. Sort of like a bat. Maybe he makes a hammock out of the beard? No. Okay. That would only work bad like if there's zero gravity. He's not going up that high. Hmm. Well, he can try. We'll just, we'll hope he tries and lets us know how it goes. Yes. Um, so, uh, where did our fine guest, where did you find our fine guests? On the internets. The, cool. This is this is. Oh yeah. No, no, it's I'm not, it's a good laugh. <laughs> <laughs> After all, we get a lot of die laughing people on this show. Mm-hmm. I figure I should at least, you know. Go the whole distance. You're, you're, you're embracing it a little yeah. more than we typically like in our like audience members because we like to come back and pay more. Yeah. 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 I well, over my drum <laughs> Sorry, it was oh. it was more coughing over my drum roll. It's but. okay. It's okay. You aren't optimizing for comedic beat. You're optimizing for survival, and I guess that's okay sometimes. Just don't get used to it. <laughs> the problem is optimizing for sound later is going to not be the most yeah, fun thing I I've know, ever done. I know. <laughs> there have been times where I'm like, don't cough, don't cough. Oh, well, this is not going to stop. You, you, you know how I edit the podcast? Yeah. This is going to be one of those, you know how I don't edit the podcast? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, everyone. 
You get extra bonus coughing from Perrin this week. So I will say that it is a darker. Oh, as is typical of of Dalmore. Yeah, uh, it is certainly. Um, Not Jave would drink the fuck out of this beer. <laughs> yes, yeah, so this, this is a nice dark amber, but it, it doesn't have the the rubiness that some of the ports that we've had often have um, presented. So I'm wondering if the the finish was on the shorter side. I mean, there, there's a little there, but it looks ruby if I have your shirt behind it. If well, it's on the shorter side, it sure as heck comes through the nose. Hmm. Oh goodness, yes, it does. Hmm. Ah, that is that is nice and pleasant. Mm-hmm. Mm. Cherry, 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 cherry. I love Pee Wee's Playhouse. You don't know Pee Wee's Playhouse? You don't? I'm sure Dave does. Yes, of course. Cherry. Dave does. Everyone should know Cherry, one of the characters in Pee Wee's Playhouse. Cherry's a chair. Oh. A chair that talks. It's very friendly. Mm-hmm. Don't all of your chairs talk? Only if I've asked them very nicely ahead of time and we've kind of gone through, a, you know. Yeah. My daughter watched the opening to Pee-wee's Playhouse and was like, this is weird. You I'm like, say. yes, it is. Yeah, my, yes, it is. My, my, my chairs mostly moan. They don't, they don't I don't so think much. we want to hear about that. Yeah, that's a, that's a TMI. No, no, it's, it's mostly like, oh, it's you again. I gotta support you again. Ah, oh, lame. <laughs> groan. Groan is the word you're looking for. Yeah, there's a slight difference. Mm. Mm. Yeah, still certain evocative connections from one to the next, yes. Now, uh, very specific. However, it was moaning Myrtle. Eh. And, to be fair, she was in a bathroom stall. Very good point. Okay, now maybe I need a dictionary or a thesaurus to discover all the meanings of moaning, and if it's appropriate for Cedius's chair to moan. I, I, you know, I'm going to sniff some scotch. (laughs) (laughs) I'm okay with that relationship being a private matter. That makes it again TMI. Mm. Vanilla cherry. Um, yeah, there's definitely a vanilla note. I would drink this cocktail, and it's not even a cocktail. Yeah, the vanilla makes me think kind of syrup. It's a good thing Dave is gone, because not Dave is delighted. <laughs> Thank you, Dave, for being gone, and letting us have not Dave here with us today. The number of times, wish that's true. All the times. <clears throat> Syrupy, amber, smells very sweet. Um, cherry's, like, maybe slightly rotten. I'm trying to tell if there's some wood, tobacco, oak, maybe. Yeah, I'd, I'd say there's sort of some kind of earthy note in there. Mm-hmm. But oh boy, those cherries. Maybe, maybe a very faint <laughs> leather. Mm, yeah. Uh, I, I think maybe the tannins of the wood coming through. Okay, I have to drink this. Let's do. Mm. Mm. It's a very smooth. There are very little alcohol burn in that. This mm-hmm. is glorious, and, and I want like 12 of them. Sir, how you define this is that? Very I pleasing. I thought it was more burning. Hmm. Although, this really feels a lot like a bourbon. Hmm. Yeah. I see where you're hmm. going with that. 
I'm, I'm sorry. I love scotch. I really love bourbon. And all of the things I'm liking about this are things that I like about bourbon. Hmm. I'm conflicted. I can see that. But I like this regardless. I don't care what it says on the bottle. I believe in you. Sort of raisin. Yeah, in the finish, you get a bit of the tannins coming through. The oakiness becomes more pronounced. Mm-hmm. Um, a little peppery. Yeah. Spice. Yeah, and, and the deep finish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely has a long one. Mm-hmm. No, I will definitely agree in, in, in the palate and the, in the early to mid finish. I'm definitely seeing your raisin. Yeah. You know, it's unfortunate. I, it's not that I'm disliking it. But the things that I'd hoped for haven't really come through the way I'd hoped. I was hoping for a little bit more vanilla. Hmm. What were you hoping for? Um, heart, not this. Uh, it's hard. It's, um, oh, in the very, very late finish, uh, the, the, the syrupy cherry comes back. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It just doesn't. It doesn't have anything that it feels strongly. It, it's it's not a... There's nothing really powerfully distinct about it. I, I think I was hoping that the rum would do something more... This is the port. Or oh, port, excuse me. Uh, that the port would be more porty, I guess. I love port. I feel like I'm feeling that sweetness of the port, and it's it's coming through with the cherries a lot. Yeah, I'm getting it more with a couple drops of water added in there now. I absolutely hear you when you say it. It doesn't feel like there are enough different flavors coming out. It it does feel very sort of well, I would say blended or muddled. Uh, I I like it. It's it's very simple. It doesn't seem all that complex. No, I'm not. Hating it or anything, it just. Hi, I'm I'm Portwood. How you doing? Yeah, this 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 is a Dolmore that had a little bit of, like, either grenadine or, or cherry cough syrup added to it. I'm not sure which one I want to go with because neither is a good answer for me. I mean, the grenadine would be more pleasant, but it reminds me of an old fashioned, which is weird because it's neat. Mm-hmm. But I like old fashions. Yeah, I, I definitely uh, agree with you that it's very bourbony in its in its flavor profile, though, which is not unusual. A, a Dalmore for single malt scotches is probably the closest to a bourbon that we've had on the show on a regular, unless they've changed the flavor, which is always possible. One of my all time favorite basic scotches was this Delmore Cigar Malt. They did change the flavor. Didn't you have it with us? No, I was, I'm, I'm happy to say I missed that because oh. it used to be that my, when people would, it's a, it's a nice compliment, but really hard to say, uh, to answer when people are like, oh, you drink scotches. What scotch should I have to start? Uh-huh. I'm like, uh, that is such a broad and vague position to answer um and so you ask well what kinds of things do you like and are you into strong you know smoky or or 
powerful scotches, or are you looking for something that's sweeter? And and even then, you'll never the likelihood of you get picking the one starter scotch they're going to love is low. But Dalmore Cigar Malt was always my go-to. Well, if you're looking for a starter, because at that time was about forty dollars, maybe forty-two, something like that. Yeah, which is those days, which was a reasonable but not not too high, not too low kind of price range, and it was a wonderfully. It had a little smoke, had a. It just was a. A very pleasant scotch to drink. It didn't try and knock you to your, your, the floor, but it didn't try and hide from you either. And then I've heard that they redid it, basically, and um, they charge an arm and a leg, and it's uh, not good. Well, the Dalmore 12 you'll be lucky to find for 40 and the Cigar Mall, last I checked, was in the 75 to 90 range. Um, and... Is not what I would go to. Uh, the, the, it certainly had a higher level of tobacco notes to it, but it was not well and, and exciting. No, and, and the thing is, I'm not a smoker, and I'm not a big fan of tobacco notes, but I just found the cigar malt to be like a really nice flavor that I'm... I think I have an older bottle at home, and I'm going to save that for a while mm-hmm. because I'm not planning on buying the new ones. I wouldn't. Um, wet, it still has a reasonable nose. The vanilla's kind of gone. The wet. cherry predominates. Wet, I am tasting so much chocolate up front. Hmm. I'm getting a lot more pepper, and I think that's up to four drops now. Oh, I'm certainly getting some pepper in the nose where I wasn't getting it when it was neat. I, I might I might go with like a cooking chocolate. I'm yeah, not... mm, like a bittersweet. Yeah. I was tasting that on the finish, mm. neat, and I'm tasting it up front now too. I uh, I'm terribly spoiled in that I tend to use cooking chocolate liberally in my morning coffee, mm-hmm. and so I've stopped really differentiating between. Uh, if it's milk chocolate, I'll say, but my yeah, child definitely is definitely a very dark chocolate. My child is a chocoholic, so I'm... You know the spectrum. Yeah. Though she goes with dark chocolate, so I, I can respect that. I, I, I respect that, too. Yeah, I'd, I'd say there's even some chocolate in the nose um, that wasn't there before. But yeah, the, the, the cherry has more or less vanished. Kind of a creamy... Mm-hmm. I'm getting that cream. Cream soda-ish? You're not wrong. Again, I feel like it's that vanilla that's saying mm-hmm. it. It's teasing us. It's being coy. Well, the mouthfeel, it certainly got thinner mm-hmm. with the water. And I only added three drops to mine, which mm-hmm. is fairly typical. Oh, mid-notes, I am getting a stronger vanilla. It's kind of interesting. I'm not... It's weird because it's it's like I, I sort of feel like it, it ran right up to where I was wanting it to be and then sort of stopped and, and walked away. And I'm like, but, but, oh, come on. This is a delicious bourbon. <laughs> I 
still taste the cherry, but not as strong. I definitely don't taste grenadine or cherry cough syrup, and I was getting cherry cough syrup before, but I still get that sweet, especially towards the end. I'm getting sweet. I'm, I'm, I'm not getting as much, if any, cherry in the palate anymore. It, it's just so thin, I'm almost getting not a lot of flavor at all in the palate. Only the three drops. Wow. The standard to, to the pour that I try to keep to, so I'm consistent throughout the shows. Science. Science. My last sip, I definitely got that baker's chocolate in the tail. <laughs> See, I'll, I'll, I'll say there's some chocolate at the front. I, I, should, I can agree with that. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for it, there's chocolate all over it. Chocolate everywhere. That's right. Can't go wrong. I'm making a mess. <laughs> Our royal heritage. The Downward's heritage dates back to 1263. It was in this year that Colin of Kintel, chief of the clan Mackenzie, saved King Alexander III from the fury of a charging stag. In recognition of this noble act, the king granted the Mackenzie clan the right to use the twelve-pointed stag emblem on their coat of arms. When descendants of the clan became owners of the Downmore Distillery, the royal stag became the recognizable icon that proudly adorns each bottle of the Downmore today. Apologies for the accent. I'm trying to mimic Dave's accent. I'm not sure if I'm getting there. Mm. But he always uses a silly voice. I just don't remember what kind. He just is pretentious yeah. as fuck. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'll try my pretentious voice then. Oh, wait. Well, I'll try anyway. Our renowned house style. At the Downmore, we have a tradition of pioneering new standards when maturing our whiskies. We benefit from a 175-year-old artisan process that has been refined over two centuries to enhance the style and flavor with you of our whiskies. <laughs> <laughs> our unique bourbon stills produce a full-flavored and highly complex spirit, which is then enriched <coughs> over time. <coughs> In the finest casks. Oh, do tell. Many available only to the Dalmore and hand selected by our master distiller, Richard Peterson. It was my name today. Tasting notes. The Dalmore Portwood Reserve is a special assemblage of whiskey <laughs> matured in American white oak ex bourbon barrels and finessed by ancient Tawny Port. <laughs> Pipes, hand-selected from W. and J. Graham's vineyard in Portugal. Purposely retained at 46.5% alcohol per volume mm-hmm. to complement the enticing warm flavors of the port and the classic taste of the Dalmore to create a whiskey which is indulgent, smooth, and complex. Aroma, aroma, sweet berries, Seville oranges, plummy fruits, and sticky toffee pudding. (laughs) Palette, nectarines, creamy caramel, roasted chestnuts, and java coffee. Finish, 
sotanas, sanguello blood oranges, and... <laughs> Macerated. Okay, they did do that. Okay. And macerated cherries. Hmm. Spin the wheel of tasting notes. <laughs> Ooh, macerated cherries. We'll go with that. <laughs> I'm sorry. What does macerated mean? Well, it's like masticated, but it's not your mouth. I thought it just meant chewed. Smush. No, that's masticated. Yeah. They're, cla- they're, class- they're classy. They mess- macerate. Smashed Ma- cherries. Yeah, macerated. Yeah. yeah, essentially. Smush. Change how they taste. There's well, still a cherry. It releases yeah. the flavors differently. Yeah. Sorry, flavors. It, 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 oh, yeah, thank it, you. It, 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 it's deeper in the thesaurus, so it seems, you know, more advanced. Oh, God. I have a request. Can I be not Dave and read one of the book boxes tonight, too? Sure. sure. <laughs> you have to use a very pretentious voice. Okay. I really need to try to get Darren on the show again because, oh my god, does that oh, man do pretentious. Could you hand me the art bag and we'll put it back in its box of art Happy bagging. Happy Aardvark. So, May it serve you well. Oh, I, I've done okay. There's even, more. Even under the, cu- the, the top of the art bag, it has Shorty, the peatiest nose of Isla, apart from art bag, that is. It's apparently the dog wearing fruit hats. Their mascot? Yeah. His name is Shorty? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a she. With an I-E. Mm. Yeah, I think they're being a little... I don't think Dave would I think they're being like a lot. to like that bottle. But I think he would like it anyways. <laughs> yeah. I think he'd be embarrassed to like it. Anybody else want to sniff some coffee? So... It was a Dalmore, and it, it knows like a Dalmore with some port notes. I mean, it, it really, it, it, it was exactly what it should have been. Um, usually when we get port notes, I usually get, like, the darker fruits. It, it, it doesn't stop in the cherries. It usually goes to, like, currants. Um, and I was a little disappointed that it stopped the cherry because, you know, as, as has been revealed mm-hmm. on the show, cherry, not my... It's better than banana. I was about to say that. You can trip over that bar. Um, and so, it, 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 yeah, this didn't do anything for me. We've, we've certainly had better Dalmores. Uh, I did like this more than the Ardbeg, though, which, you know, is telling in its own way because I generally love me my Ardbeg. So, um, I would definitely do this one neat. Wet didn't really have anything exciting going for it, uh, but I'm only going to give it a 3.35. Not Dave, would you like to? This is a great bourbon. Yes. I, I would say it's a bourbon 4.1. It's not what I look for in a whiskey. Although, honestly, I don't care. It's a great bourbon. I'll drink it anyway. Uh, Dave himself would probably put it, my guess, 2.1. But I love this thing. I'd put it at probably a 3.942, somewhere in there. All right. Not Dave. Thank you very much. DJ? Uh, you know, I just discovered port in the last couple of years, and so I did appreciate that, that nose on it. Uh, but at the same time, I think getting deeper into it, it seems like sort of a bait and switch. I didn't get so much of it in the the actual flavor of it itself. Uh, I'm thinking maybe three point three. Still pretty pleasant, very drinkable. But um, yeah, I think there was promise that was not lived up to. 
I really enjoyed this, and I enjoyed the chocolate flavors and uh, how it changed wet versus neat. And even though it wasn't the flavor that you would be expecting with the scotch, I enjoyed it for how it tasted anyways. So I'm going to agree with the 4.1 and actually raise that to a 4.2. All righty. I, I hate I hate to be the Russian judge here. No, you don't. You you very much enjoy that's, me to be a Russian judge. Okay, you don't get to do it often. That's true. I don't. Um, it's not much of a. It's like a Belarus judge. Not really Russian, but you know, still vicinity. I accept your premise. Um, I, I was oddly disappointed. It wasn't bad. I can't really put my finger on. This is what I didn't like about it. It's just all round. It was like. Almost a, the scotch I wanted. It didn't quite get porty enough. It didn't quite. It, it just every everything about it was. Oh, that wasn't bad. It almost got to where I wanted. Hmm. So yeah, it's hard. I mean, that's not terribly informative. But I'm going to give it a two point nine five. It's it's not much off. It's just didn't quite make it. Nothing stood out. Yeah, I I want forgettable. Yeah, it, it was like, if you're going to go through the trouble of putting it in, a, in port pipes, maybe that's it. Maybe I don't like the pipe. I pictured somebody with a, like one of the, the uh, bubbler, you know, that makes bubbles pipes. <laughs> and they're like, put the pipe, put the port in, and then they mm-hmm. pour it in the... I don't know what the hell a port pipe is. I'm not sure. I imagine it's a thinner barrel. Anyway, Do they call their barrels pipes? I, I'm going to have to rate it as port pipes equals slightly disappointing. So, there you go. Um, yeah, I, I can definitely understand that. I didn't get any strong notes. I enjoyed it a lot. But this is the kind of thing that for a lot of those notes I enjoyed and found, I've gotten an old-fashioned. Mm-hmm. I will say this. I was very surprised. It's uh, 46%. Yeah. That was really smooth for 46. It was very smooth. I give them that. It, it was very smooth in general, but it was very smooth for 46. Mm-hmm. Point five. The burn the most the first time I took a sip, and I think it was because of where I let it sit in my mouth. Mm. And I got used to it as I drank more, and I was able to consider it to be smooth the way you were saying it was. But, mm-hmm. Also, at no point did I actually feel like I was in the presence of a dead um, stag, <laughs> which was slightly disappointing. If you're going to put a golden stag on the bottle, I expect some slight dead stag presence, maybe, and I didn't feel any. Maybe in some of the earthier notes, there was some sort of curdled mm. blood. I- maybe that's the blood orange. <laughs> Oh, I, I will. Macerated cherry. I do have to call some cork dorkery on the on the tasting notes. Yeah. I mean, whether or not, broadly speaking, we got the cherries and some of the others. They were they really spun the wheel of tasting notes <laughs> to be like the most exact something or other blood oranges. Yeah. I'm like this particular kind of blood orange. Yeah. This you're preparation you're really pushing it there. They, they, they know our game and they up to the ante. Yeah. <laughs> So now what we need to know how they prepare the apples. <coughs> yeah, were these sliced crosswise or <laughs> laterally? <laughs> did they, or did you use a radial slicer? <laughs> yeah. Did they create the image of the White Album where they were making this apple? <laughs> did, did they remove the skin first? Is it they just the 
seeds of the apple where the arsenic lies. <laughs> That's the best part. <laughs> Don't eat that. Stop eating that. Don't chew it. So, so I believe it is now the time for the flogging. The flogging. All the flogging. And and she's chomping at the bit, so we'll let her go first. More punishment. Flog away. I mean, it's right there. You but. asked where he got us from. Yes, he got us from the internet. And my name's Kirsten Erickson. I am a member of a band. Is this when I get to plug my band gig? Yes. yes. Great. I'm the fiddle player in the Aelin Whalers. And we are awesome. going... Yeah. I just uh, got word back from the Geek Partnership Society, and we're signing up for this year's Pirate Cruise. Yo-ho! Yo-ho-ho. Like we do, we've done every year. Done Yar. three years so far. But you know what a pirate's favorite letter is? The C. Uh, I don't know. R. The R. The R is dear to the heart. I then, it is an argument amongst me pirates, isn't it? Fair enough. So the pirate cruise, I just heard word from the organizer, is going to be held on... September 15th, which is a Sunday. September 15th, Sunday. Uh, Sister Tree normally is the other band during the Pirate Cruise. It's a fundraiser for GPS. You get to dress like a pirate and go on a boat down the St. Croix River out of Stillwater and then turn around and come back. Super fun. And then later on in October, the Aelin Whalers will be performing at the Oakshot Institute Masquerade Ball, generally the last Saturday before Halloween. Cool. Uh, not that I can't guess, but just so I'm not guessing, the Aelin Whalers play a what style of your so, Aelin and Whalen? <laughs> so sometimes we'll call ourselves Finn Folk Fusion, meaning that we're folk fusion, so folk music with rock, blues, influences, and... Finn, because we're the Aelin Whalers, so that is to drink ale and go whaling, and so we have this theme to us about whaling songs and sailor ballads and travel songs, and sometimes we just stray away from that theme entirely and do, like, 90s covers. Um, we tend to take even traditional songs and make them our own, so we'll do a lot of songs that you'll hear other bands play out at the Renaissance Festival, because that's where we got our start. Um, but now we just play gigs around town in the Twin Cities, and uh, yeah, we like to give things our own flair. And in our band, we have um, fiddle, uh, electric, bass guitar, uh, multi-flute dude, a boron, and two guitars and vocals. And one of those vocals is female, and one of those vocals is male. So we have this whole big range of sound that we can do. And we also do a lot of instrumentals, primarily Irish. Excellent. I've seen him a couple of times. Although, yeah, out. I mean, you have a Bogron player, so... I don't know. Oh, well... well, well if you got to have drums, at He least. was a drummer in general, and we're like, here, this is portable and easy to pick up. Here, you learn this. I... I, I I'm not saying playing a Bogron, Bogron like, is a, is a mark against you. But I know Tim. Yeah. So that's kind of a mark against okay, you. Okay, so the Boron player is not the leader of our band. Fair enough. That's a yeah, big plus. I know. Thanks. Yeah, I know. There yeah. you go. All right. I mean, nothing against Tim. I love the dregs. Love them all to pieces. Love them. But, you know. You don't listen. You don't have to. He doesn't drink, he doesn't drink scotch. At least, not enough. 
So Does he drink? No. We, yeah, we, just we, full stop. No. We, 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 we've had him on the show. Yeah. And it was it was a great time because we, we had picked out the bottles we were going to have because we were having Team Glover on. And we know the Team Glover can drink, so we were doing nothing but cast drinks that night. And then I saw Tim at a show where Nick and Molly also were, and I said, hey, Tim, can I get the Geek, Geeks Without God trifecta? I know you don't drink, but, you know, for science. And he'd be like, oh, fine. I said, <laughs> okay, cool. Just so you know, I'm not fucking with you. We chose the bottles when it was Team Glover. I'm not changing them because you're on. And he said, oh, lovely. And so so his, his rating scale is what I cook with that. Yeah. Rather than what I drink it, because... He wouldn't drink it. He would. No. Every, everything would be rated as zero if he was drinking it. So uh, he actually did rate something higher than three because he he, he was uh, like, I could totally drink, uh, could totally cook with this. Yep. Oh my! I know it was really impressive. I'm kind of curious to he, try that. He now. was kind of shocked. Yeah, <laughs> I want his recipe book. <coughs> I've mentioned it before, and I really need to make it happen. My wife makes um, Scotch truffles. <laughs> You so, need to mention that more often. So okay, so I immediately think scotch eggs, and I don't think you mean scotch eggs. No, truffles. I mean chocolate truffles made with scotch. Oh, like the type you'd need an ID for if you were getting a, a yes. Deli. And with Ooh. scotch, I gave her my cheapest scotch because I'm like, yeah. most things that you cook with yeah. disappear, and then I ate them, and I'm like, oh. You're getting the good scotch next time because you can really taste the scotch. Yeah. So maybe I will. I will have to remind her. Yeah, I, I, I've bribed her with some Moscato, and it still hasn't happened. Like, come on, Moscato. She's been sick. Um, you want Moscato truffles? No, no. She drinks Moscato. my wife. Oh, my I see. wife. As my payment. wife basically likes alcoholic Kool Aid. Yeah. So it's good stuff. It is. I drink it with is. My Moscato Dosti. Is yeah. the way you go. Yeah, which but, wouldn't work well for truffles. No, no, Dasi would go no, away. No. CDS friend, parent friend, what are the chances of getting enough truffles to do a chocolate truffle tasting on the show? How um, much of how much of a would you have to twist? I mean, it's probably not hard. Yeah. It, it's just a matter of the timing because she's been sick lately, and I have a seven-year-old. Well, we have a seven-year-old, but I mean it. There, that is a, a um, energy and time sink. That would be a glorious episode to record. Well, I'm we'll, proposing we'll Christmas. Well, well, we'll see what we can do. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. I would yeah. like to eat some chocolates at Christmas time, please. I'll put in my request right now, see if we can make that happen. <laughs> uh, any, anything else to flog? Well, we'll have to review the show and figure out just which Oh, sure, there's other things to flog. Well, uh, mine or somebody else's? Anyone. This is the this is the time of the flogging. You, I just want to tie a bow on what I was saying, which is that the Alien Oilers can be found on Facebook and Bandcamp, and I hope that the two of you will let me post those links on this. Yeah. They're, they're, How they're, do you spell that? Oh, okay. The Alien A L E I N apostrophe, not Alien Alien Whalers W H A L E R S. The Alien Whalers. Thanks for asking. Not Dave. <laughs> So, I don't have anything specific that I want to flog. However, it is fringe season, and so I am going to all the shows, as is my want when it is fringe season. Uh, there are a few standouts that, that I will call out, though. Um, friend of the show, Tim Wick, uh, along with friends of the show, Matt no, Alex. No matter how much grief I give him over his drinking or playing. Of, <laughs> he's been on the show, so he's the friend Irish of the show. Drama. Yep. Uh, so he and all further friends of the show, uh, Matt Alex and Don Kosnowski, are also uh, starring in Tim's uh, production, The Lunch Bunch, 
which is a 20 years after the Breakfast Club What Happens sequel uh, that I, I saw at Fringe Previews, and it's definitely going to be worth checking out. Uh, I love The Breakfast Club, and so this, this is definitely in my wheelhouse. Um, Reverend Matt Kesson, another former guest of the show, is doing his How to Come Back from the Dead uh, vampire-themed uh, uh, talk at the Fringe. Um, other Fearless members, um, several Fearless members are involved in the show Death of a Pen Name, so uh, check that one out. I don't remember what theater that is in. Uh, Kesson is in Mixed Blood, and uh, Tim is at um, Theater on the Mound. And uh, Kelvin Hatley is doing a show, uh, the title of which escapes me just now, but um, he's doing something. Um, and I know there's somebody I'm miss. Oh! Uh, friend of the show, Jenna Young, is doing uh, The Bisexual Unicorn. Uh, and I, do, I don't remember the rest of the title. Another mythological creature? Yeah, that. Um, and that also will be a theater in the round. And the official Fearless show is Wilhelmina and Theodore's Exquisite Victorian Adventure, which is a Victorian uh, retelling of Bill and Ted. Also, there's Renaissance of the Dead. And there is Renaissance of the Dead, which is... Uh, Kyle and Aiden, I think, are putting that yes. one together. Yep. Um, with James and Bryn as, okay. as at least a couple of the members of the cast. And again, James is playing the asshole. What? Yeah. Oh, Dave says you need to shave your head in order to properly impersonate him. And Dave says hi, everyone. Hi, Dave. Hi, Dave. Hi, Dave. Dave's a slacker. Apologies, so Dave. True. That's not happening because then I wouldn't have a beard. Also, LOL. Oh, I, I do. What? Did it go away? I think you're calling him. Oops. Hi. Sorry. (laughs) All right. So that's enough of that. But basically, Fringe is awesome. Yeah. Check out shows. There's plenty of cool things to see. Uh, Winding Sheet is doing another show um, that's worth checking out. You were cordially invited to the... Something of King of Edward Lear. I don't remember exactly the full title of that one either. I'm a bad promoter of shows. But Fringe. And now is our traditional time. Wait, is there a time for more flogging? Uh, I, I suppose. Oh, never mind. We won't have to. It's not about me. No, you can, you can flog someone. Oh. Well, I was going to um, put TJ on the stand for that. Uh, yes, I am TJ Hara. <clears throat> uh, my event that I am flogging is on Sunday, September 8th. Uh, I am a student of the Seiryukan Dojo of Toyama Ryu Japanese Swordsmanship. And Sunday, September the 8th at 2 o'clock, we will be performing a demonstration at Under Pressure Brewing in Golden Valley. Uh, You will get to see solo and paired martial arts forms with swords. And most importantly, you will see things get cut. And there will be beer, hopefully consecutive, not concurrent to... Uh, so come check it out. One way or another, you'll see some interesting stuff happen. Also on sun- Saturday, September 21st, at the Japanese Garden at Normandale, there will be a fundraiser? Uh, yes, also on Saturday, September the 21st, uh, from 11 o'clock until, I believe, 4.30 in the afternoon is the annual fundraiser for the, the Normandale Japanese Garden. This is the event's sixth year back after a, a hiatus due to con- some construction on the Normandale Community College campus. And uh, we've assembled a pretty good program. We've got taiko drumming, martial arts of all stripes, 
uh, including performances by yours truly. This year we are featuring a documentary on the Japanese internment of World War II as well, uh, Behind the Barbed Wire. And of course the garden itself will be open and available for all to see throughout the event. So please do come by and uh, give it a look. Very Thank cool. You very much. Very, very cool. So it sounds like you will be doing hard work. <coughs> Can you tell me a little bit more about what part of the art you specialize in personally? Uh, the part where things get cut? Uh, this The style that I practice is called Batojutsu. It's um, specifically a style that was developed for the Japanese army in the 1920s, and it was meant to be a very stripped-down, um, very unprettified martial art that was all about drawing, cutting someone else, and putting the sword back without hurting yourself. Important parts. Sounds a little bit like the Muay Thai of Japanese martial arts. There's a sort of economy to it that that lends itself to that. Yes. So now is the time that not Dave should be very familiar with. Now is the time that we turn to our guests. And we say, hey guests... It's time to toast us out. Uh, I'm not Dave. We have other guests. Yes, well, but, but not Dave is familiar with this. Isn't yeah, it? not it's Dave. True. Not I Dave expected this. this. Didn't didn't not Dave. Not Dave totally forgot. <laughs> <laughs> so does Dave sometimes. Yeah, that's true. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure you saw the deer in the headlights. I know that's yeah, what I made it all the more pleasant really for funny. me. And hey, look, she thinks I'm number one. <laughs> <laughs> With both hands. Does that make me number two? No, that makes me number one twice. It's oh. a slight difference. Yeah. So, so which of our guests would like to give us a toast off the show? There are wood ships, and there are good ships. There are ships that sail the seas. But the best ships are friendships, and may they always be. To friendship. Friendship. Here, here. Friendship. Yeah.